Yeah, man, just so y'all don't know, this is going to be a completely audio episode. I need to start mentioning that. You know, back in the other episodes, you know, we had visuals, but this one's going to be completely audio. Back to audio, back to the basics. You know what I mean? You know, editing got hemmed up. There's so much, my computer can't take it. Yeah, well, so we back. Uh, episode 64, 64. Um, Evan is actually not going to be with us. You know, he's actually, uh, like I say, most of y'all know, if you haven't listened, uh, Evan is coaching with, and I lost the school on top of my head, but they're the Broncos. Yeah, so he's been coaching. We'll let him finish out the season. He will be back with us when the when the season finishes, or you know, whenever he has the time. But uh, man, probably because the, the, when the season finishes, I think they made the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, so you man, shout out to Evan. Shout out to them boys, man. They're doing a great job over there. And yeah, wish them the best of luck on the playoffs. But yeah, so it's gonna be me, your boy, solo. You know, we might get somebody in here. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Um, Sorry for the hiatus. It's been a two-week hiatus. You know, we just been missing, been missing y'all, been missing the action. We got busy. Life got busy. Life got hectic. You know, but you know, we back. We back at it. First thing I want to get into, bro, how it's been uh, just awful for me. Uh, my fantasy has been absolutely horrendous. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. I mean, I mean, disgustingly bad. Like I've, I have never. Never been like this. I'm three and five currently, bro. And it's like, like I don't even know what to do. Like, I can't make everybody's been denying my trades, man. It's just been, and really, I, you know, I, I never, this is my, you know, so first time losing two in a row. Um, the whole league, for the most part, has been, well, my division has been five and five. Every, when I say five and five, 500. Everybody's been like neck and neck. You know what I mean? Everybody just needs to make one little adjustment, one little adjustment, but nobody's giving up any kind of ground. My issue is my running backs, man. It's just been, let me tell you who my, what my fantasy looking like, okay? So I had to run a balanced set. I had to switch up to a balanced set just because, like, everybody's been underperforming. Like, let me just run about to you. Tom Brady is my quarterback. Tom Brady led the league in passing last year. So I was not expecting some of these injuries, some of these suspensions, some of these drop passes. And Tom has been just incredibly average. Like, you know, he's not bad. It's just average. It's not Tom. It's not the GOAT. It's not what we used to seeing. Um with these games he's been having, man, it's just, it's just, it's costing me. It's costing me heavy. Heavy. Um, so Tom has been at quarterback. I don't know how long how long he's gonna stay there because it's I don't know if I can take no more. It is um, JT. Oh, Jonathan Taylor man, lit the let set the league on fire last year, battling this ankle injury, man. And then it's just has been offensive line for the uh, Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts has just been kind of trash. They were good like two last year and uh, the season before that, but now it's just. I don't know what it is, man. They're just kind of they falling apart. Then also for my second running back, I got Devin Singletary. Now, he's a primary back who's getting like second string numbers. Like he's uh, he's a 
a catch out the backfield kind of running back, but he can also run in between tackles. He's a pretty balanced, but he, they just don't run him. I don't get necessarily what it is. I guess the Bills, you know, you had Gabe Davis, who I think is pretty, I'm pretty sure it's going to fall off pretty soon because his numbers have been absolutely ridiculous. Um, of course, you got Stephon Diggs, and it's just, he's been underutilized, and I say underutilized, but they don't necessarily need him. Um, then, okay, the only person who's been, for the most part, pretty consistent on my roster, Tariq Hill, my primary weapon, my number one, my go-to receiver, everything. Uh, he's been the only one who's been consistent. I had Mike Evans, too. Mike Evans supposed to be my touchdown, my touchdown uh, receiver. But like I say, him and Tomlin to get it together, man, they ain't really been connecting like that. Also, you know, with him having that suspension and also like, you know, not to get into all the Tom's personal life, but you know, that whole divorce thing going on, I'm pretty sure that's a lot to have going on in the background at home and everything like that. So it's, it's, it's I think possibly that's affecting this game too, along with just like the injuries that's been with the squad and everything like that. My tight ends have been consistent, but they've been low consistent. You got uh, Mark Andrews with the Ravens, who's the best tight end in the league right now. Um, and then I got I got two of the top five tight ends in the league right now. I got Zach Ertz and I got uh, Dallas Godert. 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 You know, from Philly. Um, so they both of them have been pretty consistent. They've been all right. Can't really argue with them. They're getting basic tight end numbers, which is cool, which is cool. Um, I got Michael Carter, which actually low-key came in clutch because when I drafted him, he was a kind of like a third-string back. You know, the Jets rotate running backs kind of like they had their primary back. I can't remember exactly what his name was, but he got injured, um, I think, last week, the week before, not last, but the week before that. And so then their second string, he also got injured. You know, so came in clutch with that one. Um, having my card now, he's a starter for the Jets. I had the Bills defense. I had Nick Folk, who's the the Patriots kicker, you know. Um, also came in clutch. But Allen Robinson is also, you know, we mentioned this on the show before. He has been this, I can't even blame him. I, I had to, actually, I had to drop his quarterback. I had to drop um, Matthew Stafford, man. He was my second quarterback. I had to drop him just because... Cooper Cup is a great receiver. He's our top five. Me and Evan had him in our top five. But he is he is not your only weapon, man. God, my goodness, man. You're costing me. You're costing Allen Robinson. You're making him look average because he's putting up no numbers. Allen Robinson, two seasons ago, not last season, but the season before that was a 1,000-yard receiver. Before they even started having Justin Fields, the only thing he, they had to move him from Chicago because him and Justin Fields couldn't build a connection on the field. And so now we, you would think since they were the Super Bowl team who literally just won the Super Bowl and added a new pizza, they could probably implement him like they did Odell, but that did not happen. Granted, I guess him and Odell are two completely different receivers. Uh, Odell gets separation. Uh, Allen Robinson is a contested catch receiver. You know, so he's not just giving him a chance to get the ball. That's costing me. Like I said, Dallas uh, Gobert, that's my uh, Go Dirt. That's my other tight end. He's been pretty consistent. The Eagles have been on fire. They actually played the Texans this week, and that's going to be a complete slaughter. Um, I'm not expecting anything fun. There's going to be a lot of killing that. I, whoa. Wow. Did I think about that. So, side note to everything I was just saying. Most of y'all know this is Houston, Texas, that we record in. Well, I'm recording in today. Um, 
the rapper group Migos or what they broke up with you know Offset but anyway uh, Takeoff was just shot a couple days ago so um, you know man the the, the hip hop community did take a loss uh, with that happening man and um, the break room and definitely me we send our condolences. Uh, I know Evan would too if he was here, man. We send our condolences out to uh, Takeoff's family, also Quavo. I know that. I think that was his uh, uh, Takeoff. If I if I'm correct, excuse me if I'm wrong. I think Takeoff is Quavo's uncle. You know, I think he's you know one of those kind of one of the kids is way older than the other one kind type thing. You know, so uh, but yeah, or their cousins or some somewhere along the road, their family. At the end of the day, so you know, definitely, you know, prayers. I thought some prayers are with Quavo and his family, and you know, obviously, take off family because they're both family. So, and all their friends and things like that, man. So, you know, we we hate to hear that, man. Definitely, take off was actually, I think, to my my opinion, was it had the best flow. Um, they all brought their own little things to the group. You know, Quavo absolutely undefeated with the um, with hooks. Uh, take off awesome flow with great lyrics and offset was like a combination of both you know so um but yeah definitely thoughts and prayers with those uh friends of those people and family of, those, of them so but as far as the eagles and houston this coming uh for the upcoming game that's going to be complete slaughter i'm not expecting anything nice anything fun um Hopefully it's something to forget, you know. I hope we don't get beat in in a in a flashy fashion. I hope nothing ends up on Sports Center. I hope nothing ends up on ESPN. I hope this is just a game that we lose and we just you know com- continue to move forward and nobody remembers this day. You know, I hope it's just a a nice, quick, smooth beating. You know, it's gonna be public and we you know we we handled that before, but hopefully it just it just passes. Passes like the sun, you know, it just it go, it comes up and comes down, and then we move on to the next thing. Um, but yeah, other receiver Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk has been, eh. He was cool in the beginning of the first like first two games of the season. I was like, eh. Like people found out, oh, he's actually talented. So let's put like a real defensive pressure on him, and that's just kind of been not, not panning out, you know. So. Um, he picked it up this past, uh, not this, not this past game, but the game last week before that, he did all right. He did pretty good. Uh, I think he had ten catches for ninety six yards, which is uh, pretty great, pretty good. So he's been like another questionable receiver. I had. I also had the Saints defense. I mistakenly had Chuba Chuba Hubbard because I had to I had to rotate running backs. Man, my running back section was killing me. I was trying to make deals and make trades for him. Nobody wanted to deal me a running back because everybody knew all I need is a running back. All I need is one. Just one. So and like I said, I dropped uh, Matthew Stafford, Matthew, Matthew Trashford, Trashford, whatever dark garbage, dumpster juice, whatever. I dropped him and got Jimmy Garoppolo because, I mean, most of you, I'm pretty sure you already know about Christian McCaffrey, CMC. Yeah, going to the 49ers, man, that's going to make the 49ers offense just, just like the storm that never ends. Like, oh my goodness, I can't even tell you. I couldn't even describe what it would look like having Debo 
on one side and Christian McCaffrey, lining them both up in the backfield or putting Debo in the backfield and putting Christian McCaffrey at like a slot or something or like a wide whatever. You know, like yeah, they'll be just insane. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah. Hey, follow us on the Break Room HOU on Twitter and the thebreakroom.podcast on Instagram and the Breakroom Podcast One on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at three the last underscore king. And yeah, man, we'll be. I'll be right back, man. Y'all take it easy, man. I'm gonna give. We gonna come back into our the pick'em segment. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll come back into the pick'em segment. Y'all take it easy. All right, yo, 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 and man, and back like we never left. Um, before we get into the pick, pick them segment, though, you know, at first I was questioning about mentioning this just because I was so worried I don't want to break my game ritual. So, oh man, so if they, if who, oh, please don't lose tonight. So, yeah, just in case you don't know, we are recording, I'm recording right now on November 2nd. For those of you listening, you're probably going to listen to this probably the day after or something like that. You know, Philly and the Astros are playing right now. Astros lead the series 2-1. to one. Um, Last time y'all, y'all heard from me and Evan, man, was about like a few weeks ago. Uh, I think I was in Atlanta at the time. And uh, I think it was right, was it right before the Astros Thrash the Yankees. I want to say yes. Or I think they, it was in the middle of it, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I just didn't want to mention it because I found that when I mentioned the Astros around, like you know, play on time, they might lose the game, and so I was just so worried. But I owe this to you, the listener, to at least speak about them because we are a Houston-centered uh, show. And it's crazy that our baseball team, which has been the only good sports thing that the Houston that Houston can even talk about, and I, you know, I need to speak on them. So, like I said the Astros lead the series two and one. They ran through the playoffs and such in such a convincingly just dominant fashion. And I was so good. You know, I was I was almost satisfied with just thrashing the Yankees. Honestly, for those of you who follow baseball, you know why. The whole cheating thing and people always, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have been seeing, you know, seeing those videos circulate on Twitter. They're talking about Verlander and um, and him like touching his palms and things like that and whatever, you know. But we, we obviously that's false because you know they always go get checked and see if there are any foreign substances on their hands and things like that. The uh, baseball, the MLB, all to me and in my opinion, almost over enforced that rule uh, at the beginning of the season. So. Um, yeah, man, it's just been crazy, man. I don't want to go too far just because maybe if I don't say any more, they'll just win tonight. You know, that last game, they lost 7-0 to the Phillies, man. It really had me worried. The, the pitching lineup, I necessarily wouldn't have went with that. Um, but, I'm, hey, I'm going to trust, you know, Dusty to kind of make it up to me on this one, you know. So, um, but, yeah, man, go Strolls, man. We really – we really want them to take home this uh this World Series, like this obviously to win the whole series and, you know, shut up most of the haters, the ones who continue to say something even though we've already beat them. So, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I would be remiss if I did not mention the Astros. So I just want to get that out of the way. Now, moving on. 
moving on back into our pick'em segment, man. Let's go and get in that real quick. Someone play that music. Yeah, so there you go. Um, if I can find my tab. Evan's not here to do his pick'ems, and we missed like a couple weeks ago. It was two or three weeks. I can't remember. But yeah, so for Thursday night game, I, side note, I don't know if y'all have been liking those... Um, called Amazon Prime games. I like that you can play them back. You know what I mean? But, you know, a lot of people, some people are not even paying for it, which is crazy. Um, I have it. I have access. But, you know, I know some of you might not have access. But, yeah, um, most of them have kind of been trash, not even going to lie. So, you know, you know, maybe you're not missing out on too much. But back on the music, let's go and get that going. Okay. So now... For Thursday night's game, we have the Eagles versus the Texans, and I'm not going to talk too much on that. Yeah, that's going to be – I'm going with the Eagles on that one. That's not debatable. Jalen Hurts has been absolutely amazing. Uh, A.J. Brown has been lethal. The, the whole team itself has just has just been crazy, man. And also, like, obviously, they got Robert Quinn. <laughs> For, for those of you who watched the NFL trade deadline take place, man, that was absolutely insane. So, we're moving forward into Sunday. Sunday at 12 o'clock noon, man. We got a few games. Uh, most of our games. So, we got the Packers versus the Lions. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. Even though I, I will say I'm not... I'm not sold. I'll be honest. I am not 100% sold on that one. Then we have Colts versus the Patriots. I'm actually going to go with the Patriots on this one. Um, the Colts, like I said, they JT actually, he uh, he didn't practice today because he had an injured, you know, he re-injured his ankle. I'm not necessarily sure, you know, what the degree of the injury was or how bad or if that's going to even happen tomorrow. But he did not practice today because of his ankle. Again, this is November 2nd, and the game is on November 6th, which is Sunday. So we'll see. We'll see how it, how it happens. Also, um, JT just hasn't been as dominant as he was last year, this year. So, um, like I said, the offensive line has been lacking. They don't really have a pass game, which can assist in the running game. So people already know he's coming. Uh, he's going to run the ball while the offensive line has been lacking. So, yeah, the that whole Colts offense has just been kind of dumpster juice and dumpster water. Next Sunday game, we've got the Chargers versus the Falcons. Um, this is another... Because the Falcons can make something happen. It's just, I'm not sure which Falcons are we going to get, and the Chargers are so banged up. It's... Mm, that's tough. It's. I'm gonna actually go. I, I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. Ooh, and that doesn't even feel good saying. It makes me a little squeezy to my stomach. But uh, I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. Um, next, we got the Bills and the Jets. I'm going Bills, easily. All right, not even gonna go too far. And then I'm going Bills. Next, we got the Vikings and the Commanders. I'm going with the Vikings. <laughs> um, next, the Panthers and the Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Raiders and Jaguars. I'm going Raiders. Uh, Dolphins and the. Before I go into the Dolphins versus the Bears game, this I'm just going to cover some of these uh, this trade deadline stuff uh, while I'm talking about these games. Calvin Ridley went to the Jaguars. Now we know he's suspended. He is suspended, and so he can't play until next year. But I'm just going to say this. 
when they have Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk both lined up, that is going to make a lethal combination at receiver. That's all I'm going to say because Trevor Lawrence is going to burst on the scene. I'm telling you now, Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence were already trending upward. He just doesn't have any other, like any other major help at the, at any receiving position, tight end or receiver. So when they get Calvin Ridley, it's going to go crazy. That's all I'm going to say. Dolphins and the Bears. I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. Seahawks and the Cardinals. Now this is going to be a game. This is going to be a game. Um, also, we know the Cardinals got Robbie Anderson. Um, it's... You know, we know what the Cardinals usually are. And, you know, and like I said, they just got their prime target back in D-Hop. And he he makes an absolute difference. For those who were saying he's not going to change the game, you were completely wrong. You need to go and state that publicly because his first game back, he had over 100 yards. So um, it's crazy, man. Um, D-Hop is an exceptional, exceptional talent. Um, like you say, he was still in my top five as far as receivers go. As far as this game, though, man, I – oh, man, I am not – let me let me check and see where they're going to play. Um, I'm trying to look. My my thing is not loading. Um, I'm a, I might roll with the Seahawks on this one. I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one. That doesn't feel great. If they're in Seattle, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. But if they're not, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, my computer's just choosing not to load right now. Uh, next, we got the Rams and the Bucks. Two mid-tier half. Can we be honest? Can we be honest for two seconds? The Bucks are not what they were supposed to be. Offensively, they cannot get it together. Their defense. Well, I feel like people are still remembering the defense for what they did in the playoffs the year before and the year before. Like, I mean, granted, they kept a lot of the same pieces, but they are not the same team. It's just, it's just not. I don't know what it is. It's, like I say, it was a lot of, in, it's a lot of injuries, a lot of knickknack injuries out there, not even major. Um, like I say, I don't know what's going on in the locker room, if it's something, but it's just not coming together. Um, the offense can't bail the defense out, and the defense can only do so much for so long. Um, yeah, it's just oh man, it's it's some it's some it's a whole lot of disarray in that. But I'm actually still gonna pick them over the Rams because the Rams don't have nearly the same amount of um, things to overcome like the Bucks, and they're doing worse. Um, the Rams still have a, a bad offensive line, just like the Bucks do. So. Um, that's been contributing to their lack of passing, but like I said, Cam Akers has been, been nick knickknack injuries and things like that. So I'm still going with the Bucks on that one. Next one, Tennessee versus the Chiefs. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Ravens and the Saints. Hmm. I am. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one, even though the Saints have a pretty, a pretty solid defense. They really came together last game too. Um, but the and the Ravens have borderline no defense. They can't cover a park car. Um, they can't cover a sandwich. You know, with it, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty. They can't cover a barbecue plate. Like it's the Ravens' defense is literally the secondary is that bad. Um, 
the great thing they, they did do in the, before the trade deadline, they added Roquan Smith, which will help them heavily in the run game. He's almost averaging 11 tackles right now, which is insane. So um, I think he'll really help them. I'm not sure if they're going to implement him this week. Um, we'll see. But definitely for games to come, that's going to be major. See, so yeah, man, that's been off our pick'em segment, man. We'll be right back with some NBA, man. We're going to talk about some of the y'all's favorite squads and how they shouldn't be y'all's favorite squads. And, yeah, we'll be right back, man. Follow us on The Break Room, H-O-U, on Twitter, the.breakroom.podcast on Instagram, thebreakroompodcast1 on Facebook. Follow me, 3, the last underscore king on Twitter. Yeah. And then, hey, man, we'll be right back, man. Y'all take it easy. Yeah. Hey. Feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me, I swear these bitches nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my niggas owe me. I gotta be single for a while, you can't control me. Uno of those in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case, so you know Yo, okay, man, we back in the break room, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Y'all, I mean, well, y'all don't know, because, you know, it's, you know, it's an edited thing. But, man, that was low-key a long break. I got caught up watching some battle rap, like... <laughs> But yeah, um, hey man, if you like better rap, go and comment up under this or something like that. You know, uh, what, what is it gonna be? Can you comment up under up under uh, Apple Music? No, nah, I mean I said Apple, I, Apple Podcast. No, I think you can comment under Spotify or Anchor or Google. Podcast. I don't know, maybe, maybe. I don't know if you like battle rappers. I don't know. Hey, hit me in the DM on Twitter, man. We can talk battle rap a little bit. Uh, but yeah. So head into the NBA season, right? You know, we just got started not too long ago, man. And it's, you know, Houston. We kind of know what we were in for. We excited. We excited about the future. We're a young squad. We are excited. They caught their first win against the undefeated that was undefeated until we beat them. Um, the Jazz, right? Cool. Cool. The Rockets are now, uh, let me look at it real quick. I think they're one and five. No, one and seven. Okay, and so y'all know this, man. Um, I usually I don't like to give um, unnoteworthy squads any burn, right? But I have a friend of mine, and yeah, I'm gonna drop your name, Chris Smith, man, my partner. Um, so Chris is a Lakers fan. Well, like I'm sure a lot of you are, right? The Lakers have been so disgustingly bad. Compared to what the standard, you know, they used to consider themselves the gold standard, right? Lakers sit one in five. They caught their first win against the Nuggets, though. So, you know, shout out to them for being, you know, the former, um, well, the reigning MVPs team. But um, it's, the Lakers are bad. They're just bad. Um, I, you know, you could say the Rockets are also bad. The Rockets are also young. They have a lot more upside than the Lakers do. Lakers have no youth, obviously. They have no three-point shooting. Um, they have no real defense. They have, like, bad – it's like unassigned roles. They have nobody – it's like nobody knows their real role as far as just watching them play. Watching the Lakers kind of just devolve into one of these one of these throwaway teams that we used to see in like the uh trying to think what used to be a throwaway team in the West? Um Portland. 
Portland was a throwaway team, somebody you never really consider. The Jazz, I mean, granted they were, you know, they've been good when they had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, uh, but eh, nobody really saw them going anywhere. Um, the Nuggets, I mean, granted they got the two-time MVP, but nobody ever just saw the Nuggets going to the, the going to the finals. You know, you got other squads like other just franchises like that in the West. It just oh, come on now, let's let's be, let's be real, let's be real. Um, but yeah, they've kind of devolved into one of those teams. Like the Lakers, it's like when you hear them come up in conversation, it's only about LeBron getting ready to pass Kareem's scoring record, or you know, it being his twentieth season, something like that. It's not because they're good. You know, uh, man, rest in peace, man. And, you know, a friend of mine was like, Kobe would never. And it's, it's, it's so true. It's so true. If you haven't watched the um, the Redeem Team uh, documentary uh, on Netflix, I advise you to go watch it, especially if you're a Kobe fan. Um, you know, they talked about they brought Kobe on to bring them that, that winning attitude and things like that. And, you know, this is... He turning over in his grave. Like I, <laughs> this is this is insane. Um also in other news with basketball, I'm pretty sure you all have heard the news broke today. Or oh, no, yesterday. I can't remember. I don't know. These days are starting to blend together with work. Head coach of the Knicks, Steve Nash, has been fired. And there is circulation that coach Ime Udoka is possibly up next to replace him. Now, if you're thinking like, okay, how is Ime Yudoka going to replace uh, Steve Nash and he's been suspended and he's still signed to the Celtics? Okay, so in the clause of uh, Ime Yudoka's contract, it says that if he's um, hired somewhere else, then they'll release him, right? So, with that being said, um, also before this job, this head coaching job opportunity came up for him, um, Ime Udoka uh, was also in line for like an assisting position somewhere else. I can't remember exactly what franchise or what team, but yes, he was up for another position. They would have, you know, honored that. But he has a head coaching opportunity. Also, side note: not to break up more. Uh, uh, I don't say odd news, bad news, uh, just other news and pertaining to uh, Ime Udoka. Um, the fact that he's able to get a head coaching job so quickly. You know, I'm not sure if it's um, Joe Sy playing um, <laughs> playing a rush job, trying to you know cons- get Katie and Kyrie and make the Nets something happen with the Nets before that contract expires. They can just move on somewhere else freely, and so he won't look like a complete idiot getting these guys here, and then they don't work with each other, they don't do anything, they don't really go far. I don't know if it's that or if Ime Udoka's situation wasn't really all that severe you know it's because you would have to think that hey with any high paying job anywhere it could be from uh, doctor law firm uh, here working here at ESPN like um, with being higher up on the chain you know than I am or other people but um, any other company CEO COO whatever of anything they're going to run some background checks. They're going to check you out, see what you're about, see what you do, what you've done. Um, any, everything, any and everything special. Or like, you know, our athletes, they talk to high school teachers, professors, college professors, things like that. You know, they, they're going to figure out who they're hiring before they hire them because you're about to, you know, relinquish a lot of money and authority to them. So it just makes me raise my eyebrow a little bit and see and think, 
was it everything that Matt Barnes was saying? Or was it everything that Kendrick Perks sent was somewhat alluding to? Who really knows? So it just kind of gives you cause to pause a little bit, you know? So that's really all I have on that. But um, I guess in closing for the NBA, the Rockets are awful, which we expected. The Lakers are, have continued to be awful, which we expected, but some thought it was going to turn around for whatever reason. So, yeah. Hey, that has been all for the Break Room Podcast, episode 64, 64. Yeah, man, follow us on the Break Room HOU on Twitter, the that Break Room Podcast on Instagram, and the Break Room Podcast one on Facebook. Follow me, Charles Carter, three, the last underscore king on Twitter, man. Y'all take it easy, man. We'll see y'all. I'll see y'all next time. G-Wagon, G-Wagon, G-Wagon.